Hello and welcome to Breaking Autopilot, a conversational podcast. Today I want to talk about a little fall introspection that we're having. The seasons begin to change. Some of the demands of schedules with school starting, with work projects, are taking center stage. And um, with so many things up, up in the air juggle, I feel like other parents and Other ones that have those type of time commitments are probably feeling some of the same um, that I'm feeling about needing to prioritize. And uh, coming down from a summer where everybody's a little bit more relaxed, laid back, um, especially the first, the last couple weeks of summer where Jack didn't have his Boy Scout camp um, schedule and was able to really sleep in and um, spend some time with his friends hanging out and take a little page from uh, how the kids do, and so I'm kind of looking back at that. So where are we now? Um, I had to spend some time doing and thinking about that. So Labor Day weekend, I had uh, an opportunity, and as remember in San Francisco and all the opportunities that we take, I had an opportunity for my best friend Michelle to come up and spend the weekend with me. And so we wanted to do some relaxing things. So um, so we looked on Groupon to see what kind of deals we could get on some uh, massages or um, aromatherapies or different things just to just take us out of our routines and let us center on ourselves and balance that out as we um, figured out those new routines. And so one of the things that was an, an offering on Groupon was salt therapy. And now... Salt therapy, just in itself, kind of cracks me out. What is salt therapy? What would I pay for salt therapy? But um, as I looked on the web at Bluegrass Salt Room and read about it, um, it was cleansing out your sinuses and lymphatic systems and, and helping you breathe better. And I thought, well, there's some truth to that because um, neti pots and sinuses and using a saline solution to run those through. So that probably wouldn't be too bad. The Himalayan salt and the negative energies. And, uh, so, okay, that doesn't sound too bad. So we'll put that on our list. And then they also had an asana. And I uh, always want to do a sauna and clean out the toxins and uh, enjoy that uh, heat when a chilly fall is kind of coming on. So we scheduled our time and um, spent the day. I started out with my morning yoga, leading a class that yoga is a very gentle flow. Uh, we added the contemporary worship music to it and calling it praise yoga at the church and offering that in the Saturday mornings. And so I had my yoga class and felt um, peaceful. Went on, had a good coffee um, chat with my uh, other good friend, best friend. I'll say now that we're getting to that point um, and, and uh, talking about careers and life and general and had a nice conversation and then we went on to the salt therapy and in the salt therapy room we're supposed to lay there and be quiet (laughs) but since there's nobody else in the room but the two of us laying in lawn chairs kind of anti-gravity chairs they're not so much lawn chairs but yes they kind of are um leaning back music playing dim lights the salt emitting through the air i'm just breathing that in we took the time to breathe that in breathe that out but we also took the time to catch up and start the laughter and so we went to salt therapy, went through our sauna. We made it through 24, well, 20 minutes, maybe a little bit more 
of that before that 125 degrees was a little overwhelming and open the door and ah, feel the change in the heat. So again, all these things are reflected for me for change. I went to a store um, called Squashal Media in Lexington, which was pretty cool and uh, had a lot of variety of things, different things to look at and went ahead and got uh, some stones and minerals that have special meanings and so we spent a lot of time in concentrating on those meanings because we not only were thinking of ourselves but we were thinking of others and thinking of our family and how just a small memento of something that might help to diffuse anger that might help to uh, emit self-confidence and and boost that that it was worth that time that we were putting into it and worth that special memento that we would give to that our, our loved one and to ourselves. And so a day of that and then going to, on to dinner and then back to the house. So we had a full day, got up the next morning and uh, I got up before she did and fixed some coffee and got all my stuff out. Um, so this gold personality that likes uh, routine and schedules and list, got out my colored post-it notes, my calendars, um, my written calendar of the of what my schedule was, was and what the month looked like and what I'd been doing. Um, also a journal just to reflect my feelings and in a journal to write what these new stones uh, meant. But, so I would forget about them. So if you could imagine, I made my bed up so that the spread of, of office supplies <laughs> and calendars and journals was front and center. Uh, I turned on some acoustic music and set the tone for, for uh, just introspection. And, you know, one of the things that I thought about that morning was emptying out all of the clutter and the thoughts in my head. And so these different tools were different ways for me to be able to get those messages out. And so that I could go away with a little bit more peace, a little bit more order. Now, how did I get to the point where I needed to spend a day uh, to dump out what all is in my mind and get it some order? Uh, and so I, was, I thought about that. And... Um, you know, I started out this breaking autopilot with a sense of wonder and wonder what else was there. Wonder what I liked. Wonder what opportunities were there. Wonder, did I want to go kayaking? Did I, did I want a different way of life, an active life, a healthier life, uh, a more intentional life? And so with all that wonder came all these different inputs and I didn't really turn much away for that summer and that spring summer runs together but I realized that I had looking back at the calendar and not what all that I'd done that my eyes were wide open and that means I had lots of sensory overloads as well um Lots of laughter. I remember thinking at my original podcast that when I got to be 60, I'd want to have some, a lot of friends that I could just sit around and chat with and, and wear whatever I wanted to wear because I could. Um, well, that's already a reality. And I'm so blessed to think that by being open and by sharing myself, that others shared yourselves with me. And so my circle expanded of friends. And I don't mean just acquaintances that I think I might want to sit with and talk about the weather. I mean people who are real and genuine with me and that I appreciate the time that I spend with them and that there is laughter and that sometimes there are tears. And I don't think that would have been possible had I not 
open myself up to that wonder and open myself up to being around people that I hadn't been around before. Yeah, sure, maybe I did know them as acquaintances, but when I got to know them and spent a little time with them and I actually time, yeah, that, that's one of the key elements. You have to devote time to some things in order to get to know some things or people. So I did that. And, um, and now, now my circle is bigger, um, and I'm so appreciative of that. That's men and women and um, what I've grown and learned about myself through that experience that what some people I thought had it all together and realized that none of us really have it all together. That there were people that were really literally right next door that I was always maybe a little bit more insecure with myself and didn't share as much. And now that we're all just human and I don't hesitate to share what life is about, um, I feel not only, I won't say vulnerable now, because now I just feel more confident. And as a matter of fact, and um, I show myself grace a lot more because I've also been practicing that is showing myself grace and saying I don't need to have everything under control I don't need to be perfect I don't need to present myself in some different way to each person and that's what that part of that wonder has done is allowed me to get closer to people um, also you know through this past uh, activity phase that I did get healthier I um, do know how to eat better can't say I'm doing that right this minute but I, I do know how. Um, did change my um, exercise, and now that it is a part of my life, um, and I'm proud to use what God has given me and the amazing body that we have to um, be stronger, to have more endurance, to sit, stand taller, to be able to enjoy my kids, to be able to enjoy the things that came across, like the kayaking or the stand-up paddle boarding, to have confidence in that. And each one of us, no matter what size or shape we are, can work towards that health uh, consciousness at any moment. And every one of us can feel secure at whatever size, whatever shape we are, that if we try, that today will be stronger than yesterday. It's not about what the external always looks like. It's about how the internal feels. And that goes for the people and the emotions, vulnerability, having friends and more than just acquaintances. And it goes for health. It goes for my lungs being able to breathe more consistently, to walk a flight of stairs without getting out of breath, to run at my own pace and not be judged. If others are walking and passing me, that's okay because I'm doing it. And that's what it starts out to be doing. So I encourage you, if you um, have joined the exercise program, if you've been following me and, and started your own or you've been on your own for a while and you've gotten out of that, I encourage you to begin that again, starting small and appreciating every single victory so that you can get bigger and more consistent and make it more of that habit or enjoy that habit. Um, always find something positive. If you start to talk negative to yourself, turn that around and start to talk about the positives in it. Even if I don't like this, well, this is making me stronger. So resist the urge to say I don't like and talk about something positive in that and help reframe that mind. So what else um, 
was going to go on that paper and all those post-its and different things. And why did I even have different color post-its? That's silly. Uh, not for me. Uh, for me, I'm very visual. And uh, as I go through work and learn, we work, learn about learning styles and personalities and stuff, I start to embrace these quirkiness about myself. They may not be quirky to others, but I found that there's people that are just very similar to me. But for many others, I'm what is called extreme or intense. So these colored post-it notes weren't just yellow and green. They were orange and pink and yellow in different shades of those colors because those colors represented some energy for me. So as I started thinking to dump out and said, what is it that's going on? What is, What did my life become through all this wonder? What do I want to keep as my activities? What do I focus on through those activities? What are priorities of those activities? How do I create some order when I feel like there are so many things that were jumbled around? And first thing I wanted to start doing was write about my kids and what their summer or their activities in school were going to be, what I needed to support them with. And so I started to write that. And that is important, no, no doubt. Uh, that is important. But what I had to do was stop and not focus on what I was going to do for others and use that time for the introspection to what I was going to do for me because I need to center me and get that um, understanding before that I can give to someone else. So I, I did one and wrote a few things for them, but then I realized that I didn't need to put them on my vision board, that I needed to put them, but not all of their goals and things, that that needed to go on their vision boards. And then that would give me an opportunity to declutter part of my responsibilities because ultimately they would each work towards their goals. Um, they're age 9 and 14, and, and those goals are theirs, not mine. So that's important, too, when you're dealing with um, other mates and spouses and, and um, whatever it may be and children and coworkers and such is that we have to remember where the responsibilities lie and what we really have control over. And so um, supporting others might be just one thing that's on my vision board, but certainly everyone else's goals doesn't need to be on there. So what did need to be on there? And so then I thought about my yoga. And I am really enjoying yoga. I'm very proud of the yoga. Very proud to be able to offer that um, to others. And appreciative of those that offer their time to me to do yoga with me. And so um, what, what did I want with yoga? And what I realized at that moment is I just want to grow. And that there's no pressure that I need to be somewhere with my yoga and teaching it and using it as a business or getting into classrooms or doing anything specific with it, that that was really one area of my life that could just take its own life as it develops. And um, I certainly would continue and practice that trade and uh, have another, um, the next training schedule for the end of September. And I would... Uh, continue that path, but I didn't need to be so focused on it that I was trying to achieve some end goal, not in the next six months. So that took some pressure off, and then I put it a pretty uh, light pink post-it note because that was caring for myself. Yoga is compassion. It is caring for myself. It is caring for others. It is showing grace. It is slowing down. 
um, for me. And so I made that a pale pink. And then I just wrote yoga on there and wrote underneath it, um, continued training, continued offering, and um, just to be blessed by it. Just to remember that I appreciated why you started it and not let my analytical business side start taking over that blessing. And then I thought the running. And here lately, I've not done near as much running as we were doing. We've slacked off some, and I wondered about that. And I thought, am I losing interest with this? And what I also realized is that I cannot physically do everything and keep up with everything else that needs to go on. There are days that I need to work longer. There are days that my kids' activities will take longer. There are days that energy is just not there to do everything that I want to be done. And I need to show myself grace and accept that. And so rather than trying to run four to seven times a, a week, and when I say run, I mean, you know, it could have been a mile or it could be two miles, and it could be on up to once to six miles. But I didn't need to say every day that needed to be there. What I need to say is I needed to keep that, what has been built, but I needed to be accepting of where my boundaries were be with that and what my goals, and my goal, yes, is a half marathon in the spring, um, but this season, I physically cannot just train any harder than I'm doing, and I need to pull back and do, you know, three to four times a week will be good to be able to get out there and uh, run, and then on the other days will be yoga and a time to slow down, a time for some strength training in there. Um, but I don't have to focus that so much that once I decide on those days and with my accountability partner, my friend, once we decide on that schedule, I just need to work it. I don't need to put so much thought in it. So there's two things right there that I just gave myself permission to not overachieve in, to not focus so solely on what my end goals were, but to just enjoy what I've done up to this point and let them take their own shape. So that's yoga and running. So physically, what else have I done? And um, with my with karate. So my kids and I started karate. And I'm coming back after 14 years or 13 years of um, being away from karate. But I'm going back as a brown belt. And so, yes, I have a goal to be a black. I'm a very goal-oriented person. I like to check lists. I like to have certi certificates and achievements. Um, but what I also realized when I was writing that is that I didn't have a timetable for it. If I'd gone away for 13 years and I'd come back, well, that's where I am. I've come back. And um, having to get reacquainted with the different belts and the different katas and the different things underneath them, that that would come with time and with practice with me. And then as I relearn that so that I can teach that and help mentor the other students in the class, um, as the instructor is allowing me to do, then I, that will come naturally. So uh, I'm seeing a pattern here. Yoga, running, karate. All self-disciplines, all working different parts of, of my physical sense, and all of them organically being able to grow at their own pace. And so I had just taking a deep sigh. And I'm going to take one now as I think about that moment when I came to that realization. Now in this conversation that was just a few minutes 
in that day that I sat there. It was an hour, maybe even more, that I sat there and wrote out those things and let myself understand that they are personal development. If, my, if they don't happen at all, well, I will be blessed for where they are now. And so there is no rush to continue them and pass through that journey, but to enjoy that journey with each one of those areas. And what a relief that was to me because I was trying to achieve goals. I wanted to be black belt. I wanted to run a half marathon. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. Those will come. And maybe part of this fall is, is what I'm really working on most is acceptance and delayed gratification, um, enjoying the journey, the pace. We'll see. That's coming out right now. We'll see. And then I had these other things. What are these stressors? What are these points, these deadlines, these other priorities that are in my life that I did need to give attention to? And one of those is Girl Scouts. And why is that a pressure point? Because someone is relying on me to think about that. And there are young girls, fourth graders, who are excited about the opportunity for the year and that it would be time for me to be engaged. We had a camp out that would be coming up at the end of the month, and I didn't want to miss out on the joy of, thing, of Girl Scouts and thinking about that opportunity. I didn't want to see it as a task. I wanted to see it as a blessing, but one that I would need to probably get engaged with. Um, thankfully, I am not the main leader, and someone else is as steering that course, and I am a support leader, co-leader, so... Um, but I needed to be intentional with that. So I put that on there in a bright yellow, um, with my green and drew a little tree, tree foil on there and Girl Scouts to make that pretty. And so that when I saw it on my vision board, that it gave me joy. And, um, and then I have work and I have to say, you know, I took a mental break from work. There are some a lot of deadlines that push us up to our end of our fiscal year. Um, we have a lot of other things that take us through from you know, mid-August to the end of December. And quite frankly, I was dreading that cycle and redoing everything I could to not think about that cycle of workload that was just coming down the pike. I was enjoying all of the free time that I was having outside of work and the sense of wonder and the, um, the mind opportunities that it gave me not to be so focused on work. But as I thought about work, what I realized is that everything that's on my plate has been done before, or most things. Um, none of them are out of my reach. All of them just take time. And there is value that I bring to them, specific value, and that gives you confidence. And so as I thought about those priorities in work, I also thought about things that I'm not bringing value to, things that probably should shift to some others to give them a chance to grow um, so that also they can maybe shift something to someone else that is doing more routine of, some, of a practice to allow the time for things to shift. And so I made a few of those notes, and I started to relieve some pressure. Because by being intentional with that thought, 
by understanding the stressors, by understanding my body was saying, I don't want to do this, that my mind was saying, I don't want to do this, that I had so much resistance built up to it that I couldn't even appreciate the fact that I have done this, that it will get done, that there is support, that it's not just me, it's a team of effort. I just have to set some of the timelines. And I have to devote a little more time to it. And yes, that means working some overtime. That means balancing some things in. But that's okay. Because really when I get into that and what I realize is I was spending that day is that gives me energy. That confidence, that goal, um, accomplishments that I like so much, that does happen in my work setting as well. Um, when I allow it to, when I get into the zone, then it then it clicks. And I, I would bet you're probably the same way, that there's something that you've done for a long time and maybe so many energies have gone somewhere else that you think, maybe I don't like this anymore. Um, I don't want to give energy to something that I've already done. But the matter is, if you give energy to something you've already done and you create that value for you, for you and others, well, that's really what it's kind of about, right? So those other things were personal development, and they would certainly change, and, and, and uh, I would get the benefit, and others would get it as I changed and became more vulnerable or became stronger, my kids and, and activities, and, and opening my eyes and surroundings for all those personal developments. Um, but right now, people were counting on the deadlines and the work accomplishments. They needed the course to be steered, and I needed to be there. And um, so I'm happy to say that, that after a few weeks of, of that, that that is back, and I do feel comfortable, and I do um, not dread near what I was dreading and, it, and realize that it is manageable. So I was fearing what I'd already done. Um, or what I'd already know that I'm accomplished for because it's not just me, it's, a, it's part of a team on there. So if there's something that is giving you pause in your life, evaluate that and decide whether or not it's giving you pause because you put pressures on yourself that aren't really there, or if it's giving you pause because the pressures are there and you're not recognizing them, you're not wanting to face them, whether that's a health concern, you know, I can think think about that going back to my breast cancer that I didn't want to face it and I pushed through it and I literally just worked through my lunches and took radiation and acted like nothing was going on. But when you do that and when I do that with work or when I do that with a health concern and I push away that bodily resistance, that, that urge, that intuition, that that something is going on, it will come up. It will fester. And you will have to deal with it at some point. And what typically happens is it becomes outburst. Because those emotions just don't know where, where to go. So before that happens, if you are dealing with something that you start to feel some uneasiness for, sit in that uneasiness. Not with the TV on. Not with the radio. Sit with it. And think about it. And realize, is the uneasiness coming from something that you're creating in your mind? Is it coming from something that you're not wanting to accept? And what's the worst case scenario? My worst case scenario when I thought about going into work and all the things that had to be achieved is at the end of the day I still got to go home. 
I still got a break. I still got my kids. I still got to do the things that that will bring me joy. I realized that they have to let me go. I have. They can't keep me there, a hundred percent of the time. They can't eat me. Um, we're not performing surgery, so the worst of the worst is not really the worst. And with um, anything else that you're dealing with, you know, it's not in our control really most of the time anyway. And yes, all the taskiness is in there, but when it really comes down to it, it will be what it will be. And life goes on, whether we deal with it positively or we deal with it negatively, life goes on. And when life doesn't go on and those health concerns, I'm not going to go into those areas today. Um, If anyone's listening and has those health concerns and things, may you continue to pray, may you find comfort in what you're dealing with and whatever the will may be um, and the different treatments and different options that you might be going through. And I'm I'm digging way further than I want to dig um, today in, in that area. So I just want us to recognize that some listen to me may not be near as positive as I am with what I can overcome because they might be dealing with something they feel like that they can't. So I'm just going to say pray about that. I'm still going to say sit with it and still accept what you can do and what you can't, but find strength somewhere in that and going through it. The other thing I want to say is um, on my vision board is it gave me an opportunity to put... um, them in a different format. So I had a chalkboard and I wrote Namaste on that. And that chalkboard had some pretty colors around it. And Namaste is an honor and a blessing in my yoga. And and a yoga picture of me doing tree because it was a reminder that um, I am slowing down and appreciating things. And so um, I decided to put those post-it notes on either side of that chalkboard instead of even on that chalkboard. And um, so the things that were personal developments, the yoga, the running, the karate, were on one side with a softer color. The ones where energy was a little higher, the orange and the uh, brighter yellow post-it was the Girl Scouts and, and my work. And underneath one of the, each of the Girl Scouts and the work were three to five um, goals that I needed to accomplish in the next six months. And just to remind me that I need to spend a little time working on an audit or working on indirect cost plan, working on a budget. Um, I'm developing a professional learning community for the next year. And, and what the main important parts were for that next six months. And, and maybe maybe it's not even six months, but we'll just keep saying that. It gives me more time to think about it. Um, but in my, and at some point, Michelle got up and she actually is very similar, so she brought a bunch of books and paper and and uh, sat there and did a very similar um, type of goal setting and, and writing out um, that I was doing. And so it gave us the opportunity to also sit and talk with one another, reflect through some of the things that we were uh, writing about and how we had the sense of wonder and, and how I was getting to the point of now narrowing down what I needed to focus on and what... Um, what, what, what all that was, was doing. The other part that I realized uh, about this was the dating part. And I had um, created so much 
time and energy into being available for dates as well. And not, you know, I think I got wrapped up in some attention and I think I'll save that for another podcast um, and reflection as I still work through being intentional with that and not reactory so that I devote my time where I want to and more selectively with people that I want to. And um, so I just think I'll save that for another one on there. So today, let's just get out of this about slowing down, about taking introspection, about seeing things in your life that you want to do and leaving them there, but letting them, letting yourself know that they can grow organically, whether that's through my yoga, karate, running, or whether that's through a hobby that you've got woodworking, just reading books, just that you're growing somewhere, but there's no timetable on that um, and enjoy that growth that you're having in your areas of your life. And then for the focus of the things where that your value is necessary, it is your time to step up and lead something, uh, to put time and effort into it. Um, and, and that's going to help you declutter out. It's going to help you understand where your focus is. It helps me understand that while I'm open to a lot of experiences, while I'm, my wonder is still there, I still need to come down to what's essential. And, um, and I need to still so much, show myself grace in my achievements and recognize the journey more than so the end goals there. Um, and that was a blessing to have that weekend and that time to do that. So I hope that you take some time with this fall where the leaves are changing, the air is changing, and realize that your season and focus may need to change to allow the quietness around you so that you can be introspective on it. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Keep enjoying. If negative is getting a hold of you, wrap your arms around that and, and squash that out. Don't let that take heed and over. Let that be a sign that you need to slow down and you need to accept whatever is being uneasy and deal with it on it because you have that ability. You are smart enough. You are blessed enough. Each one of us is blessed enough every day when we wake up. You do have the tools. They are there. If you can't see them, talk it out with someone. There's tools all around you and things to be grateful for. Let's take that time. Let's focus on those things. Namaste. Have a good day. Fly.